0: Multi-Agent Safety by Richard Ngo. Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, Multi-Agent Safety, published by Richard Ngo on the AI Alignment Forum. Note, this post is most explicitly about safety in multi-agent training regimes. However, many of the arguments I make are also more broadly applicable. For example, when training a single agent in a complex environment, Challenges arising from the environment could play an analogous role to challenges arising from other agents. In particular, I expect that the diagram in the developing general intelligence section will be applicable to most possible ways of training an AGI. To build an AGI using machine learning, it will be necessary to provide a sequence of training datasets or environments which facilitate the development of general cognitive skills. Let's call this a curriculum. Curriculum design is prioritized much less in machine learning than research into novel algorithms or architectures. However, it seems possible that coming up with a curriculum sufficient to train an AGI will be a very difficult task 1. A natural response is to try to automate curriculum design. Self-play is one method of doing so which has worked very well for zero-sum games such as Go, since it produces tasks which are always at an appropriate level of difficulty. The generalization of this idea to more agents and more environments leads to the concept of multi-agent autocurricula, as discussed by Lebo et al. 2019-2. In this framework, agents develop increasingly sophisticated capabilities in response to changes in other agents around them, in order to compete or cooperate more effectively. I'm particularly interested in autocurricula which occur in large simulated environments rich enough to support complex interactions, The example of human evolution gives us very good reason to take this setup seriously as a possible route to AGI. One important prediction I would make about AGIs trained via multi-agent autocurricula is that their most interesting and intelligent behavior won't be directly incentivized by their reward functions. This is because many of the selection pressures exerted upon them will come from emergent interaction dynamics 3. For example, consider a group of agents trained in a virtual environment and rewarded for some achievement in that environment, such as gathering, virtual food, which puts them into competition with each other. In order to gather more food, they might learn to generate theories of simulated physics, invent new communication techniques, or form coalitions. We should be far more interested in those skills than in how much food they actually manage to gather. But since it will be much more difficult to recognize and reward the development of those skills directly, I predict that machine learning researchers will train agents on reward functions which don't have much intrinsic importance but which encourage high-level competition and cooperation. Suppose, as seems fairly plausible to me, that this is the mechanism by which AGI arises, leaving aside whether it might be possible to nudge the field of ML in a different direction. How can we affect the goals which these agents develop, if most of their behavior isn't very sensitive to the specific reward function used? One possibility is that, in addition to the autocurriculum-inducing reward function, we could add an auxiliary reward function which penalizes undesirable behavior. The ability to identify such behavior even in superintelligent agents is a goal of scalable oversight techniques like reward modeling, IDA, and debate. However, these techniques are usually presented in the context of training an agent to perform well on a task. In open-ended simulated environments, it's not clear what it even means for behavior to be desirable or undesirable. The tasks the agents will be doing in simulation likely won't correspond very directly to economically useful real-world tasks or anything we care about for its own sake. Rather, the purpose of those simulated tasks will merely be to train the agent to learn general cognitive skills. Developing general intelligence. To explain this claim, it's useful to consider the evolution of humans, as summarized on a very abstract level in the diagram below. We first went through a long period of being trained by evolution, not just to do specific tasks like running and climbing, but also to gain general cognitive skills such as abstraction, long term memory, and theory of mind, which I've labeled below as the pre training phase. Note that almost none of today's economically relevant tasks were directly selected for in our ancestral environment, however, starting from the skills and motivations which have been ingrained into us, it takes relatively little additional fine-tuning for us to do well at them, only a few years of learning, rather than millennia of further evolution. Similarly, agents which have developed the right cognitive skills will need relatively little additional training to learn to perform well on economically valuable tasks. Linked to a larger version of this image needing only a small amount of fine-tuning might at first appear useful for safety purposes, since it means the cost of supervising training on real-world tasks would be lower. However, in this paradigm the key safety concern is that the agent develops the wrong core motivations. If this occurs, a small amount of fine-tuning is unlikely to reliably change those motivations, for roughly the same reasons that humans' core biological imperatives are fairly robust. Consider, for instance, an agent which developed the core motivation of amassing resources because that was reliably useful during earlier training. When fine-tuned on a real-world task in which we don't want it to hoard resources for itself, for example being a CEO, it could either discard the goal of amassing resources, or else realize that the best way to achieve that goal in the long term is to feign obedience until it has more power. In either case, we will end up with an agent which appears to be a good CEO, but in the latter case, that agent will be unsafe in the long term. Worryingly, the latter also seems more likely, since it only requires one additional inference, as opposed to the former, which involves removing a goal that had been frequently reinforced throughout the very long pre-training period. This argument is particularly applicable to core motivations which were robustly useful in almost any situation which arose in the multi-agent training environment. I expect gathering resources and building coalitions to fall into this category. I think GPT-3 is, out of our current AIs, the one that comes closest to instantiating this diagram. However, I'm not sure if it's useful yet to describe it as having motivations, and its memory isn't long enough to build up cultural knowledge that wasn't part of the original pre-training process. Shaping agents' goals. So if we want to make agents safe by supervising them during the long pre-training phase, i.e. the period of multi-agent autocurriculum training described above, we need to reframe the goal of scalable oversight techniques. Instead of simply recognizing desirable and undesirable behavior, which may not be well-defined concepts in the training environment, their goal is to create objective functions which lead to the agent having desirable motivations. In particular, the motivation to be obedient to humans seems like a crucial one. The most straightforward way I envisage instilling this is by including instructions from humans, or human avatars, in the virtual environment, with a large reward or penalty for obeying or disobeying those instructions. It's important that the instructions frequently oppose the AGI's existing core motivations to weaken the correlation between rewards and any behavior apart from following human instructions directly. However, the instructions may have nothing to do with the behavior we'd like agents to carry out in the real world. In fact, it may be beneficial to include instructions which, if carried out in the real world, would be in direct opposition to our usual preferences. Again, to make it more likely that agents will learn to prioritize following instructions over any other motivation. We can see this proposal as one level up from standard scalable oversight techniques, instead of using scalable oversight to directly reinforce behavior humans value, I claim we should use it to reinforce the more general motivation of being obedient to humans. When training AGIs using the latter approach, it is important that they receive commands which come very clearly and directly from humans, so that they are more easily able to internalize the concept of obedience to us. As an illustration of this point, consider that evolution failed to motivate humans to pursue inclusive genetic fitness directly, because it was too abstract a concept for our motivational systems to easily acquire. Giving instructions very directly might help us avoid analogous problems. Of course this approach relies heavily on AGI's generalizing the concept of obedience to real-world tasks. Unfortunately, I think that relying on generalization is likely to be necessary for any competitive safety proposal. But I hope that obedience is an unusually easy concept to teach agents to generalize well, because it relies on other concepts that may naturally arise during multi-agent training, and because we may be able to make structural modifications to multi-agent training environments to push agents towards robustly learning these concepts. I'll discuss this argument in more detail in a follow-up post. As evidence for this, Note that we have managed to train agents which do very well on hard tasks like Go, StarCraft and language modeling, but which don't seem to have very general cognitive skills, leftwards arrow with Hook. Joel Z. LeBeau, Edward Hughes, Mark Longtow, Tora Grayable. 2019. Autocurricula and the emergence of innovation from social interaction, a manifesto for multi-agent intelligence research, leftwards arrow with Hook. This point is distinct from Bostrom's argument about convergent instrumental goals, because the latter applies to an agent which already has some goals, whereas my argument is about the process by which an agent is trained to acquire goals, leftwards arrow with hook. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.